John overcomes imagined foes to develop game theory. Sam fights for custody of his daughter. Matt takes justice into his own hands. Cassius becomes Muhammad. And Alonzo attempts to pay off the Russians. This time on the Oscar should have gone to Best Actor, 2001. And the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to... And the Academy Award. Not yet, Jack. The Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to... I love my life. Denzel Washington. Hey, Mego. Hey, Craigo. Well, we're back. We are. We're back, back. sort of. It's still. Nope. Yep. We're back. Uh, we're away from each other. Mm-hmm. We're back under house arrest. Um, mm-hmm. There have been over 35,000 cases of COVID in Los Angeles in the last three days. My neighbors had a party last night. Uh, my workplace had a giant party, it seemed like, last night. Uh, there were just people all over the outdoor shopping mall I work at, um, eating maskless, getting takeout from Cheesecake Factory and a subpar Ooh. Italian restaurant, and just living their I lives. I got to tell you, if you're going to if you're gonna get... I don't like the Cheesecake Factory. Mm-hmm. I don't care for it. The menu's too big. I know it's been said before, but the menu's too big. If your menu's that big, you're not doing one thing well. You're doing a bunch of things not so well. Right. Except for the cheesecake, which is, I mean, hard to make bad cheesecake. Yeah. As long as it stays together, you know? But as I was telling, telling you, I'm really getting into Honey Nut Cheerios over this pan. Yeah, you know, we all have our uh, vice, and yours is, of mm-hmm. course, Honey Nut Cheerios. Honey Nut Cheerios. I mean, yeah, that's that's yeah. that's it. That's my own vice. That's my only vice. Yeah. Honey Nut Cheerios. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's okay. Mine is um, getting wet, but naked. I'm talking PCP, angel dust, baby. Oh, yeah. okay. I was like, where have I heard getting wet? <laughs> and and I it, for a second, it made me like, re- I got like real grossed yeah. out. And then I remember turning day. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm like not sleeping really well, too, because, um, you know, we're, you know, global pandemic and all. Yeah. And also, Manny is snoring. Right. More than I don't want to blow up his spot, but he doesn't listen to this. Yeah. So if anybody has any remedies out there, uh, you could um, you you could cut his head off. Rusty and Adam. Uh. (laughs) I could. I have literally I the other the other night I just was sitting sitting in bed just staring at him while he slept. (laughs) And I said out loud to myself, I'm going to kill you. That's not normal. It's getting serious. That's what that means. Yeah, I I just said I'm gonna kill you. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's kind of what's up. Yeah. Yep. How you doing? You doing all right? I'm doing fine. Your hair is still insane. I mean, it's gonna just keep getting longer now because now the the salons are closed again. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, mine is too. Okay, but I think I'm gonna grow out my hair and be like a pretty pretty princess. No, that that'll be great for you. That's really that's your that's always been sort of your niche. Mm-hmm. that's um mm-hmm. been like um but i like have to tamp down my beauty by cutting my hair like uh you know like kicky yeah like short and like kicky um but now it's just gonna be full-on pocahontas and like watch out world i mean the thing the weird thing is gonna be when it grows out is will they replace amy adams for disenchanted 
Enchanted 2 <laughs> that was just announced with you. Oh my God. I After Hillbilly Elegy, I'm just happy to see that Amy Adams will continue to get it. Wait, did you? Although wa- she's supposed to be pretty good. But did no, you? No, I did not watch oh, it. Oh, you need to. We, you only because I know, but you texted me about it and I was like, I don't know if I can do this to myself. Yeah. Do you know? We can get into that stuff more, but I feel like that's, uh, if we ever do a Patreon, the first episode will definitely be about Hillbilly Elegy and, Hillbilly and Mama. <laughs> Mama? Is that her name? That's Glenn, not Mima. That's Glenn Close's character. Yeah, Mama. Mama. I mean, which I also watched um, Uncle Frank on Amazon. Uh, oh yeah, which is with, actually um, pretty good. And, Paul Bettany. Yeah, it's actually kind of does, in a way, the sort of the same thing better. Um, but Margot Martindale, um, your girl Margot Martindale's in it, and she says, "Call me Mama." Oh my God, uh, I much. Ra- I mean, listen, no disrespect to Glenn Close, yeah. but I'd much rather uh, spend a couple hours with Margot Martindale. Yeah, and gay Paul Bettany. Gay Paul Bettany. Yeah. Is he still married to... Now we're just getting into... To, now we're just gossiping. To, Jace, is he to still JC? Married to yeah, I think so. Yeah, I JC? think then, And didn't they meet... I think they might have met on one of the movies we're going to, you know, dive into. Oh, yeah. Talk about... That's so fascinating. Let's get into Let's it. Let's do it. Let's get into it. So we're going to talk about the best actor race from 2001. I'm going to put the do the boring stuff that Megan doesn't like first. And <clears throat> oh, we're going to talk God. about some nominees. I'm going to grab my phone while you do that because I just heard it ding and I don't want it going off. Terrific. Constantly. So the Academy Award nominees, which we're going to talk more about, uh, were Russell Crowe for A Beautiful Mind, Sean Penn for I Am Sam, Tom Wilkinson for In the Bedroom, Will Smith for Ali, and uh, the winner was Denzel Washington for Training Day. Um, at the Golden Globes, the drama nominees were Crowe, Smith, and Denzel, as well as Kevin Spacey. For the shipping news. Do you remember the shipping oh, news? Oh, I remember the shipping news. I could not tell you what it's about, but I do remember the shipping I news. I saw it in a theater. I remember being very excited. Great cast. It's like, I think it's like Julianne Moore and Judy Dench. And it all takes place in like Prince Edward Island or. Right. Um, was not very good. Um, so Kevin Spacey's nominated for that. And then Billy Bob Thornton for The Man Who Wasn't There. Really interesting year for Billy Bob Thor- Thornton because then we go over to the comedy category. He's also nominated for the movie Bandits. And for a minute, I was like, Monsters Ball? <laughs> and we're not going to talk about either of those movies. We're going to talk about a third movie he was in in 2001, Monsters Ball. Wow, which he 2001 was... was a big year for Billy yeah, Bob. not nominated for Monsters Ball at all. Um, the other nominees for comedy were Hugh Jackman for Kate and Leopold. Oh my God. Ewan McGregor for Moulin Rouge, John Cameron Mitchell for Hedwig, and then the winner was Gene Hackman for the Royal Tenenbaums. Hmm. Um, SAG Awards, Crow won. He was also was nominated with Penn, Denzel, Tom Wilkinson, and Kevin Klein for Life as a House. I remember that movie too. I don't think I ever saw that one. Critics' Choice. Uh, that's definitely... I'm going to tell you something. That's definitely a movie Deb Murphy brought us all to mm, see. Yeah. Deb Murphy, I think, was like... We're going as a family to see Life as a House. Hayden Christensen's in it, our favorite Darth mm-hmm. Vader. We love Hayden. Um, Critics' Choice, favorite Canadian. Russell Crowe won as well. Uh, Sean Penn and Will Smith were the other two nominees. Uh, National Society of Film Critics picked Gene Hackman. New York Film Critics picked Tom Wilkinson. And the LA Film Critics picked Denzel. So kind of all over the map. Yeah, so we didn't have like a, I mean, Crow probably was the front runner coming in just because he'd won the Globe, the SAG Award, and the Critics' Choice. So he definitely had the momentum. But he'd also won the Oscar the year before, which we just covered 
in our previous right. episode. So, so those were some of the nominees from the year. Um, Meg, is there someone you want to start with? I know I want to group Sean Penn and Russell Crowe for sure. Okay, so I feel like we let's do that. Let, then let's do them for up top. Okay. So I want to talk. I mean, I don't want to talk about I am. Sam. Yeah. So we. I believe we were texting about this yesterday. Yes. Let's tell the people what we were texting. Um. So I'm actually going to pull up the exact text, but you know we have three of the ten nominees this uh, in the main acting categories this year. Judy Dench, we'll talk about when we do the best actress episode, are basically doing like which is a big Oscar performance thing, which is maladies. I feel like the two kind of Oscar Beatty performances generally are maladies or you're playing a real person. And we'll talk about Will Smith Mm -hmm. and Ali. Um, But those seem to be the major things. Um, So these are both malady performances. Um, They're both. Who are they? They both are large. (laughs) (laughs) They're really, really going for it. I think it's unfair of you. I'm going to say up top. I think it's unfair of you to put Russell Crowe. I mean, I get that it's both a malady. Like, he's also insane. I mean, he's insane. I think it's unfair of you to put him in the same category as John Penn and I am Sam. I Did you rewatch any of A Beautiful Mind? Because I know we just watched it a couple years ago. I did not because there are a it's couple. There are a couple scenes, particularly early on. Um, rewatching the movie again this time, I mean, and this, you know, who knows? If you haven't seen A Beautiful Mind, check it out. Maybe you'll like it. This movie really suffers on rewatch, just because the yeah, whole first hour, the whole first hour, does not work when you know he's schizophrenic. Like yeah. it's just deadly obvious the entire time. So, um, not not great. And there is some stuff that you know. I have, you know, I don't have anyone luckily in my life that is schizophrenic, but I have, you know, seen people on the street that are obviously dealing with severe mental issues. And I'm not saying that he's performing things that aren't true. It just seems like a lot. Like when yeah. he's, I mean, when he's pushing desk out the window. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're, I mean, you're right. You're right. But there are moments, I guess my thing is, with Crow, there are moments of subtlety. For and sure. I especially, I think actually that movie works a lot better once you know what's going on with them. And like, a hundred percent, you get away from some of the spy as real life yes. plot line. Yeah. Um, when she is, when it's, when it's the, just the two of them, the Jennifer Connelly and, um, and Russell Crowe married in the house yeah. with the baby and he's kind of slipping back into it and whatever and, and kind of knows that he is and tries to pull himself out of it. That stuff is, I think that stuff is where that, I mean, it's actually still not that interesting, right? but it's, but it's, it's a better performance. And it's, sure. yeah, it's definitely more measured. So this is our exact conversation yesterday. You wrote to me, OMG, I am Sam. I am Sam is a movie that was made one time. And I responded, Someone had the concept for that movie and then wrote and produced it and people signed on to be in it. And one of those people was Sean Penn. And then you said, and then he was like, I'm going to make these words come out of my mouth in this specific way. So for those of you who are unfamiliar with I Am Sam, and I will say I had actually, I was not unfamiliar with the movie. I had never seen I Am Sam until this, which 
Me neither. I did. Didn't I didn't actually go back and check, but I think might have been the last lead performance nominated for an Oscar, which I had not seen. Like, I think I probably have seen everything going forward. It's one of the few movies you don't own, too. Yeah. Um, we had to watch it on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Um, I am Sam. Sean Penn plays a mentally disabled man who has a child. And when she turns seven, um, basically child services takes the daughter from him because of a couple different incidents. One, he doesn't really solicit a prostitute, but is arrested for speaking to a prostitute um, where it seems like he's soliciting her. And then he um, basically puts his hands on another child, right? Um, At a birthday party. Um, Yeah. So the whole movie is about him uh, getting the help of Michelle Pfeiffer. Because because Dakota young yeah. young Dakota Fanning yep. in her first mm-hmm. role yep. is exceeding his mental at seven is yes exceeding his mental capacity. The best thing I can say for this performance is it is committed. It is. You did that. Yeah. One time I did a show. I I had I it was a two woman show out here in Los Angeles and afterwards my nemesis who will remain nameless uh-huh. there was a dude that sucked and he also he was not very he's not funny he said he also listen the show was good right okay it was fine. i'm sure it was great he, he said <laughs> he said he said you were really you were really committed and that is like you did the thing yeah you man you got up there you went up and there you, and you know what you performed and you did it. You 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 did the Can beginning, the you, middle, and the you end. You wore that costume. Wore it. Wore it like no one else yeah. could have worn it because your body is different yeah. than everybody else's. Yeah. You know what? Anyway, Can I just say congratulations? <laughs> congratulations. Congratulations to Sean Penn for doing the thing. Yeah. Um This really is the uh I think this is probably the nadir of Oscar bait performances. Yes. I mean, Tropic Thunder covers this yes, territory and, very yes. well. Um, and obviously, we're not going to uh, use the term because it's not, a, it's not something that we say. But uh, yeah, it is specifically about this movie. Yes. It is bananas. It yeah. is, and I'm going to tell you, like, it, I, I'm, not, I'm not taking away from people that have, like, these sorts of you know mental capacities or anything yeah. like that it just is a lot for a two-hour movie it's just a lot of acting a lot to watch yes and i don't know he has a group of must have been tiring for him yeah. i feel like at the end of the day wouldn't you just be like oh my god yeah like it is exhausting to watch he has a group of friends in the movie which i i don't know enough about any of the actors i mean some of them definitely do actually have you know mental yeah. uh incapacities yeah. like there's definitely the bad a guy from the green mile though is also in his group of friends and he does not right so. <laughs> how they decided like we're going to do this like half and half um it almost seems like at this point if you're gonna have sean penn playing this character just just go for it because it's gonna just be go it's gonna it. be sort of offensive no matter what yes yes and it is is it offensive i don't know i mean the movie's total schlock but 
It's terrible. Yeah. It's so cheesy. It's st- Michelle Pfeiffer is also bad in yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, like, does it sort of work as a tearjerker? I guess. It's a it's a sad, like, sort of gripping story, not told very well. But I don't know that you could tell this story well unless you actually were casting people with il- the illness or, uh, I guess not illness, but... um. Or, like, a documentary would be super fascinating, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that would be much more interesting. Um, I went online. I went on YouTube or whatever afterwards and just was, like, looking at, like, people's comments on different scenes. Yeah. And a lot of them were, like, still think he should have won over Denzel. Like, this is the best, one of the best performances of all time. I don't know. Maybe we're the crazy ones. Maybe it's us. Maybe we're insane. I guess so. Because my whole thought the whole time was the Academy really can't nominate something like that. It's just allowing it. It's just, it's allowing it to happen. Yeah. And no, and it should not. That, that film should be struck from the... Sorry. Apologies to Dakota Fanning. And Michelle Pfeiffer, who is not good in it, but does look stunning. Good lord, that she woman. looks great. She is. I do feel like absolutely she basically made this movie, and then she was like, "I'm gonna take a break for like six years." <laughs> yeah, yeah. This movie, this movie almost killed Michelle. Pfeiffer. I'll see you guys in Stardust. <laughs> Good movie, better movie. So my Stardust story is Rusty Bueller, friend of the pod, um, and I went to try and see Margot at the wedding. We got free tickets, like for a screening oh of Margot at the wedding. Went to a theater on the Upper West Side, and near Lincoln Center, I think. Um, and they had they done too many vouchers. We didn't get in. We were in line. We didn't get in. So they gave us a voucher to see anything. Stardust was the only movie starting around that time. So we went and saw Stardust to go well, see. When you're in the mood for mumblecore, and you end up seeing uh, you know Robert you De Niro know. as a space pirate. Yeah. It's a different thing. Yeah. It's a different thing. Yeah. But I maintain that's a fun movie. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, that's kind of what I agree. Russell Crowe's performance is definitely uh, much more. I remember at the time in 2001 being baffled. And I'm sure we talked about this on the A Beautiful Mind pod, that A Beautiful Mind could win Best Picture and Russell Crowe would not win Best Actor because that's kind of... I mean, Jennifer Connelly is good in the movie, and I don't... It, the movie's all him, but it's Yeah, it's all about him. Yeah. So... It's because Ron Howard... Somebody owed Ron Howard a bunch of favors or something. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah. Or maybe, you know, maybe the other thing is maybe just training day made people uncomfortable or it's not really super, you know, it's more of an action-y movie than Oscar Beatty. Right. Like, I, I'm I'm almost thinking it's more on training, on the onus lies on training day. You know what I well, mean? Well, training day wasn't like, even just, nominated for best picture. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying, yeah. where I'm like, they just couldn't even bring themselves to do that, but you can't overlook. We'll talk about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um. So let's then let's talk about Will Smith next because that's the other, like we said, big thing is uh, right uh, an actor playing a famous person and Will Smith playing one of the most famous people from the 20th century. I would argue Muhammad Ali. I mean, he's such a great choice to play this because he has such charm. Like yeah. you forget how like Will Smith is now in his later years is kind of like a weirdo, but like he was like. First of all, so cute. And like, he's so charming in this movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, biopics are not my thing. Right. This is well covered on this podcast. And this movie is a bit of a snooze fest for me. And it kind of meanders in a lot of ways. Yeah, There's it probably like could have a... focused in a little bit more. Um, 
it definitely doesn't need to be two and a half hours. I mean, I feel yes. like there was probably a two hour chunk of life Michael Mann could have focused in on and made it a tighter thing. Cause I do feel like the, the performance is a little karaoke at points. Yes. Um, but I think he does, you know, overall a good job. I actually had, well, he's playing somebody that is very much larger, yeah. th- larger than life. So like, I think he does a good job. Like, you know, like I'm not, when he's like, I'm not going to, when he's talking to the reporter and does the exact quote about like the Viet, you know, Vietnam, go yeah. Cool Viet Cong, yeah. whatever it's, it feels, it feels very much like him, but it feels more parody. Yeah. Um, but overall, I think it's good. It's actually was better. I had watched it for the first time a few years ago. Um, and I actually liked it better this time around. The music's great in this movie. Yeah. I mean, that mm-hmm. has nothing to do with Will Smith's performance. Um, but, uh, great music choices. Um, I think the boxing scenes are really good. Yeah, they are. Yeah. I think they're really well shot. Was this the movie that, um, do you remember this? I think this was the movie that he talked about Willagra, that he had to get in such good shape to do this movie. It was like, it was like Willagra, like, and kind of was like intimating that like him and Jada's uh, sexual relationship had really changed. Oh, uh, be- oh yeah. no. So they didn't meet on this movie. He no, they had he, already been married. Was, I think. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, no, I did not know that. But let's take that to the table. Yeah, the, the red table. The red table. Uh, Willow. Willow. Table. Do you have anything you'd like to say about that? <laughs> if you guys are not watching Red Table Talk, I don't know what the fuck to tell you. Yeah. It is fucking amazing. It's so good. I say start with the Leah Remini one because that's great. And then you work your way up to when Will comes to the red table. Who was the person that just came to the red table? Olivia Jade. Oh, that's correct. That's right. Olivia Jade. Olivia Jade. What did she have to say about Massimo? Anything? Uh, She has not spoken to either of her parents since they've been in jail. Yeah, I know. And she was like, because of COVID. And I was like, I'm pretty sure they still get like a phone conversation. Yeah, you can you can have a chitty chat. You can have a chitty chat for sure. Anyway, this has been talk about Red Table Talk, <laughs> which is actually that's going to be a new segment um, on the show. So where we just cover Red Table Talk. Yeah. We'll just God. we'll just I want to paint about 20 minutes into every episode. We're just going to do a quick two to three <laughs> minutes on whatever's going on with Red Sum Table up. Talk. I want to paint my dining room table red and just have my own little red table. To- I would like to take Maddie to the red table to talk about his snoring. Yeah. I mean, see if you can get Willow in there. And and Mama Mama Pinkett's. I forget Mama Pinkett, <clears throat> like what her. It's not Mama. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Or Mima. No. What was it? Mama. Mama. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, Ali's good. It's I mean, it's a good performance. Yeah. I I'm glad he was nominated. Will Smith is a talented actor and a charming, like a charming actor. But it's you know, it's not like. Revolutionary. No, it is one of those frustrating things like when you see it, though, and you're it just every single time for now until eternity now, though, anytime we see anyone play someone famous and we think they even did a pretty good job, it's going to make us even angrier that Rami Malek won the Academy Award. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you mean Rami Malek's fake teeth? Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, God. So the, the other non-winning nominee is Tom Wilkinson and In the Bedroom. Fucking Tom Wilkinson is the sh- fucking shit. He's he's, he's great. great. Um, that movie is so good. I re I mean, I will say that for the most part, like A Beautiful Mind, I did rewatch in full, but it basically was on in the background. Um, yeah. 
a couple of the best actress when we talk about those those movies that we had just watched were just kind of on in the background and i skipped around a little bit and i'm in the bedroom i just rewatched. it's just a good movie i just like you that can just movie. rewatch that movie yeah. it's just a fucking good movie yeah. it's a it is a guys we're saying it here if you have not seen in the bedroom that's a movie that's a movie check it out people watch. don't remember that movie you know, we did not pick it when we did 2001, and we'll get into him a little bit. Uh, Meg and I chose the Royal Tenenbaums. I believe our guest Max chose the Fellowship of the Ring um, as right. the best picture of the year. Um, but in the bedroom is definitely my choice for nominee for nominees. For nominee, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It was. It's a good fucking movie. And Tom Wilkinson is again talk about like measured. Yeah, I mean, it's sort of the opposite of the Russell Crowe. I mean, honestly, any of those three performances. Um, you any can of see the four? I think the oh, four for performances. Sure. Yeah, for sure, the four. Um, the, he's doing a lot with a little, and everybody else is doing a lot with a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would say that, and we'll talk more about her when we talk about Best Actresses, I think it's still Sissy Spacex movie. I think she's kind of doing everything Tom Wilkins is, is doing, but at a slightly higher end level. And I love Tom I Wilkinson. I actually don't think, I think this is like maybe the only time he's, this was the only time he's nominated for Best Actor, I'm almost positive. I think he got nominated for Michael Clayton for Best Supporting. But um, this is uh, not one of my favorite performances of his. I don't think, yeah. even though I love this movie well, and I think he's great in it. I just always love him so, so much that I don't. Yeah, I know. Um, I mean, he's so good in Shakespeare and love. Mm-hmm. He's so good. He's so funny in that movie. He can like, he really can do it all. But you're right. I mean, Sissy Spacek is the driving force yeah. anyway. She's, it's the, she has the most agency in the movie. Yeah. But anyway. So that brings us to our winner. And that's Denzel Washington. For training Denzel, day. your favorite. This is a movie I love. Um, I don't think it's uh, you know a pantheon great movie, but I just love watching it. No, there are parts where it's funny because so the first time I watched this movie, I know you love this movie, yeah. and the first time I watched this movie, um, I years ago, I was like, okay, fine, and then it's I liked it more the yeah. last time that I when I watched it yesterday. Um, <clears throat> there are still parts where it's a little bit like. You're it's not drags is not the right word, but you're a little bit like, let's get to the next right. sort of thing. But man, oh man, Denzel. Yeah. From moment one, it is like he is at an Megan, can you, he is operating. Can you stop talking? Can you can I read my paper? Oh yeah, you want to go ahead. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Tell oh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Tell me a story. And you know what's so funny? You know what's so funny? Um I so like uh, sorry, sidebar. I don't know if I've said this on the podcast yet, but you really, everybody needs to watch The Good Lord Bird. It's so fucking good. It's a show about John Brown on Showtime. It's amazing. Ethan Hawke gives a performance of all performances. And Megan, if you, uh, Megan's going to actually uh, pay for a Showtime subscription for the first 250 people that tweet at her. That's at Murphy. Don't be mad. At too many Megan. Don't be mad that I live a very rich and fancy lifestyle and I have Showtime. Yeah. Um, Good Lord Bird is great, and Ethan Hawke is in it. And Ethan Hawke is a great actor. He's yeah. always been a great actor. He is he, I'm from before uh, Sunrise to like now uh, to Good Lord Bird. He's like a really interesting. He was in one of our favorite movies of the past couple of years, mm-hmm. First Reformed. He he fades the way that he fades into the background here. I mean, it's it's it, it, he is the supporting character to Denzel, right. really, but like truly the way that Denzel just walks away with this movie is intense. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I think I actually wrote down, and it, it sort of makes me think of Julia Roberts. I said more performances like this for Oscars, even if they don't win, at least being nominated. Mm-hmm. Just like a really good movie star performance, I'm fine if that's an Oscar nominee. If it's a really good performance, I'd much rather yeah. that be Oscar nominated than someone, you know, I, than I am Sam. Like I don't, yeah. I don't like that stuff that just seems like it's like calling to the voters to vote for me, as opposed yes. to just being like, "Hey, I'm Denzel Washington. According to the New York Times, I'm the best actor of the mm-hmm. 21st century the so best. far. Yeah, um, and I'm gonna do my thing." to the utmost and you're gonna love me yeah. why is that why can't and that he, be best and it, actor and it literally he is denzel turned to an 11 yeah and it's very fucking entertaining yeah. man you know there's historically like we should talk about this because that kind of all goes back um years and years and years but um so denzel a lot of people think won this year because he got snubbed for both malcolm x and hurricane um he probably got snubbed for Malcolm X because Al Pacino won that year, and Al Pacino had never won an Oscar um, because he was snubbed for Godfather Two or Dog Day Afternoon or you know all these movies in the seventies um, right. that he did not win for. So a lot of people consider this award, you know, similar to Russell Crowe in two thousand. Uh, well, he won for Maximus because we didn't get it to him the year before. I think Denzel's the best performance of these five performances. <laughs> by far and away. Yeah. Far and away. By a, by a fucking country mile. Yeah. Like, no question. I'll say, no question. For me, the only ding on his performance is that my I think my favorite scene in the movie is maybe, like, the only scene he's not in for a period of time, and it's when he leaves Jake behind. Oh, yeah. with at, the, at, the, at Smiley's. At Smiley's. Yeah. Um, I think that whole scene is great, um, and Denzel's not in it, but um, Denzel's Oscar is in the moment when he's outside and him and Jake have their final confrontation. Oh, absolutely. That's the that's the scene. Yeah. That's the scene. When he gets shot in the it's, ass. <laughs> yeah. And then even when he gets shot in the ass, which is so funny— and then when the Russians pull, like it's such a movie star moment of the, when the Russians pull up on him and he, spoiler alert, yeah. dies. And just the way he crawls out of the car and then, you know, dies. He it's like just out, so... he out Willem Dafoe, platoons Willem Dafoe when he gets like yes. blown away. Yeah. Yes, he does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just fucking, um, yeah, it's just a, it's just a fun ride to take, to like, to take with him. Yeah. It's very interesting. Um, now, interesting. Now, talk about things. We're going to talk about. Move so definitely Denzel, yeah. For of of these five, I will say <clears throat> just a couple things. We're gonna talk more about Monsters Ball. I am surprised Billy Bob was not nominated. Me too. Um, I think there was not. That just feels like one of those movies that you know they they was b- totally ignored by the Academy outside of Halle Berry. Um, maybe the, it was too bleak. I mean, it is. It's very a very bleak film. Uh, well, yeah, well, like we said, we'll talk more about it. But yeah, I'm a little surprised he wasn't here too. I'm surprised. And I'm really very, surprised he again, wasn't nominated for a Golden Globe. I'm surprised. I mean, he's good in The Man Who Wasn't There, and I like that movie, but um, you would think that they would have gone with Monster's Ball because that was yeah, more the movie and more the conversation you would think. And again, like, you know, Billy Bob Thornton is one of those actors that's like he 
always kind of like he's always good. He sometimes he can he can overcommit. I think. Right. And and this is he could because Monsters Ball is such a dark movie. He could have gone he could have gone a little over the line and he makes this person who like crazy things happen to and he does crazy things kind of feel real yeah in a weird in a in a crazy way so i'm surprised he was not nominated well i mean it kind of goes to what we were talking about about being <clears throat> too big um yeah. because he was nominated for sling blade where he's basically you know yeah. for forever traders um, <laughs> I was waiting for you. I was going to do it. And then I was like, eh, Craig's going to do it. And he's going to do it better. And good job. Thank you, you did. so much. Um, <laughs> but you know, that's just like a real character. Yeah. Thing. And that movie yeah. is, they not... want, I am Sam. Yeah. They want, they, they want, like, I'm surprised Tom Wilkinson. I think it's just a testament to how good in the bedroom is yeah. that Tom Wilkinson. Oh, for sure. Made it. Yeah. Out. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, let's talk about some other actors from the year. You said Billy Bob Thornton. Did you end up rewatching Hedwig? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Hedwig is 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 a great movie. Yeah. It's fun. It's that movie's really just it's the music. It's the music. It, yeah. I mean, and he's great. He's great in good. It. Yeah, but that's that one scene where he my I always my favorite scene in that movie is the one scene where he yells at the uh, what's his face for putting the underwire bras in the dryer uh-huh don't put the bras in the dryer because it warps the yeah because i learned I, by the way i think about that movie every time i don't put bras in the dryer um that's just a little fun fact about me maddie had to actually maddie a, had to put that on like a clip so every time you walk into the laundry room it plays that so it reminds you right yeah it reminds me because you start putting it on yeah. and then and then i go oh, oh right sorry hedwig yeah yeah um, yeah, the music is just really, I mean, John Cameron Mitchell's sells it, yeah. but it's really about the music. <clears throat> um, so my, my other person that I think should have been nominated and I think I would have chosen Denzel anyway, but would have definitely been my runner up is Gene Hackman and the Royal Tenenbaums, which I mm-hmm. think is a, I mean, I'm well on record that that's one of my very favorite movies. Um, and I think everybody is basically pitch perfect in that movie. And Gene Hackman is still better than everyone in that movie by like, yeah, quite a bit. Um, yeah. And it's maybe my favorite. I think it's my favorite Gwyneth Paltrow performance, honestly. Um, it's oh, yeah, definitely my favorite sure. Angelica Houston performance. Um, no, 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 no. Morticia Adams. I mean, she's great as Sorry. Morticia as well. That's for sure. I love, I love, I really love. It's definitely, I think it's probably my favorite Owen Wilson. Like yep. it's. Everybody is really great in it, but you're right, Gene Hackman. And again, that character is uh, not particularly likable, right? And it and it makes him really you really like him by the end. Yeah, um, and his uh, his comedic timing is just incredible. As mm-hmm. two people with truly exquisite comedic timing, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you and I, ga- yes, game recognizes yep. game. Um, for I'm sure. certain there's people you out gotta there. You got to know when to make the, you know, you just got to know when to take the right. Bazosis. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, basically the only thing I written down, wrote down about it was, uh, about his timing. And then I think I said this on the 2001 pod, but in terms of like the likability and like being able to like bring the drama in also is 
if there is a part of a movie that always makes me cry, it's at the end of this movie when Ben Stiller, after, spoiler alert, Buckley's been hit by the car after Owen Wilson like mm-hmm. drives, and he gives the dog spark plug to um, Ben Stiller's character, and Ben Stiller says, it's been a really hard year, Dad. And he yeah. says something, he just says, like, I know my boy, or something like that. And I'm every single time it makes me tear up. I know. Well, because it has been a really hard year. It game. has. I mean, this year, that really... That really hit. That really hit, you yeah. know. Um, it's a great movie. It's a great performance. It definitely should have been nominated. Yeah. Comedy. They don't like to nominate comedy. comedy. Guys. Although. Comedy is so hard. hard. You know, we'll talk about, we'll talk about with actresses. We did have two, you know, a one and a half comedic performances nominated for best actress this year. Yeah, we did. We did. Um, okay. So we'll talk about that um, on our next episode. Um, any other actors you want to talk and who about? Who says women aren't funny? I do. Oh. I just, uh, I just, no, wrote, I really. actually just wrote a, a Washington uh, uh, or a Wall Street Journal op-ed about it. Um, it's yeah, going to be okay. out. Uh, <laughs> don't call my now. friend Megan Doctor funny. <laughs> She's nurse funny, as far as I'm concerned. Mm. Um, I don't really have anything else to talk about. Did you watch? Um, uh, there, so there, there is a movie that came out, but I want to talk about it on our our next episode. Give people a little more time to watch it because it just came out. But did you did you watch Mank? I have not watched Mank yet. Mm. I did watch Citizen Kane for the first time in yeah. preparation for Mank, um, but I have not yet watched Mank because I was pumped on it, and now. From what I'm under, from what I'm hearing, it's a little like slow your roll, Megan. This may not be. I want to watch it again because I liked it, but I think it might be something that I'll like more a second time. It okay. already feels like well, that. Let's go away, uh-huh. and I will. We'll come back, uh, and we'll. I guess I'll watch Mank in the interim. <laughs> we'll talk about Mank. <laughs> hey, wait! I do want to talk about one thing. Yeah. Um. Last night, I. Uh, like at about four o'clock, mm-hmm. I was feeling not great, so I opened myself a bottle of champagne. Yeah, and took it over to the couch. Yeah, uh, with some popcorn. Uh-huh. And I watched Let Them All Talk. Well, that's the movie I want to wait to talk about till next episode because it literally okay, came okay. out two days ago. Okay. Yeah. So we'll give people a chance yeah. to watch that. Yeah. I guess is there anything else that the, that you would recommend? Ooh, I'm doing your job. Oh yeah, let me take a look. Oh, we gotta rank them. Wait. Oh yeah, let's rank, rank them? them. Let's rank these actors. Okay. I bet we uh, have the same. Is... I bet we have the same ranking. Or we I'm one maybe sure. one may be switched, but otherwise, I bet it's the same. Okay, my bottom is Sean Penn, yeah. and then Russell Crowe, yeah. and then Will Smith, yeah. and then Tom Wilkinson, yeah. and then top is is Denzel. Yeah, that's my ranking too. Thanks. I thought there was a chance you might switch Smith and Crowe. Three yeah, and four. No. Yeah. I, I think I no. no I think it's I'm fine that you did. I didn't. think it's that. I didn't I didn't hate, you know, I don't hate any of these performances other than Sean Penn. Right. But Denzel's is there's a there's a big chasm. Um so yeah, we both choose uh Denzel and I would say uh I'm not mad about it. Good job. Good job, Academy. Yeah, good job. Good job choosing Denzel. Um I don't remember. Oh, uh, I, I guess I do have a couple movies I'd like to. I think people should watch Hillbilly Elegy because it's very, very bad. Honestly, one of the worst movies I've seen this year. If this year, you know, if in the four times Dr. Doolittle hadn't been released. <laughs> um, Wait, 
It was the, Doctor Doolittle was this yeah, year. Yeah, it was like January. Oh, God. Um, it, that is. It would so... maybe be the worst movie of the year. Um, I thought Mangrove was very good. Um, which is kind of on the line of is it technically a movie because it's not going to be Academy um, eligible? It's one of Steve McQueen's small axe films. Um, oh, okay. A lot of people love Lovers Rock. That didn't catch me the same way, but I liked. I re- recommend all of his movies that have come out. I haven't. I think the fourth one just came out. I have not seen it yet. Uh, but Mangrove, Red, White, and Blue, Lovers Rock, um, and Sound of Metal, which is on Amazon Prime right now, where Riz Ahmed plays a drummer, like a heavy metal drummer that loses his hearing. Um, and I think that's terrific. It's one of the best movies I've seen this year. Interesting. Okay, yeah. Riz Ahmed. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, I re- truly, I did... truly amazing sound design in that movie. Hmm. Yeah. All I did this week, uh, every night mostly was I made Maddie rewatch all of the Lord of the Rings, the extent because the extended editions. Mm-hmm. Don't know why, just felt like it. Yeah. Um, it was a real delight. Nice to return to Middle Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say I am watching. <clears throat> it's not a movie, but if you guys, if you like Nathan for you, I strongly suggest watching How to on um hbo max uh it's john wilson mm-hmm. um who's a another like nathan fielder type comedian nathan fielder but produced it made it. me nathan fielder produced yeah. it but it made me cry yeah we watched we watched cry. all six of them or whatever in one night oh my gosh because it's only half an hour yeah so you can just speed on through bang through it um i thought it was really great yeah anyway that's it um, thank you for listening. Uh, we will be back in only one week's time talking about the best actress of 2001. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at The Oscar Should, on Instagram or Facebook at The Oscar Should Have Gone To. And um, if you like what you hear, uh, please rate and review us on iTunes. Bye. Bye. Bye.